ever done, like I've tried making music, uh, I used to dance in high school, but like everything I ever done, like I always wanted to be the best because I'm, I'm named after Kobe Bryant. So right, right. When he, you know, left, it felt like a part of me, like left with him. Well, so uh, for about six, maybe seven months, my camera collected a lot of dust. Aww. Yeah, I, I had no like drive to pick And it that up. was like right before the pandemic. Right too. before, yeah. Right, so... I'm sorry you had to go through that, but I mean, maybe it was some weird meant to be thing as mm-hmm. for like refinding yourself and being your own Kobe. Yeah. You know? So I think that's that's a really cool insight to to who you are. I didn't realize that you were named after the Kobe. I yeah. just always saw the name. I'm like, oh like Kobe. Yeah. I didn't know like 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 you yeah. was for real like Kobe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's cool. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So that gives me more, like I said, insight to you. So that's cool. Okay. Well, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> to Tea with Tammy, of course. King Kobe. Kobe <laughs> King. <laughs> I'm so jealous of that name now, now that I know the, <laughs> the background behind your name. But you said you are a young creative mm-hmm. who dabbles in photography. You have done dance. You are now interested in podcasting. Yeah. And it's it's a delight to have another creative in, in my space and be able to just have a cool conversation about one potting. And then I have some other topics that just been collecting for the past month because, okay. you know, moving forward, like I said, that I'm doing a monthly episode. Yeah. And so topics tend to like build up. Change, and so yeah. hopefully I don't overwhelm nah, you. Let's do and it. you're let's, just let's like, oh, I'm sick of talking about the baby. Like, nah, you know, like, let's, <laughs> no, let's. Yeah, I like that. Let's get to work. Let's get to work. <laughs> I'm ready to work. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into the shenanigans is what I like to call it, let's talk about podcasting. And okay. so you originally reached out to me stating that, you know, you're interested into potting. Mm-hmm. You um, are looking into starting your own show. Yeah. Relatively soon. Mm-hmm. Right. And you essentially had some questions or just a curiosity of the journey of being a podcaster. Like what, what, one is why are you wanting to podcast and two like what exactly are you like what what's what's the intrigue like um, um, moving forward i think the reason why i want to do it is um so me i'm gonna try not to do it here because i when i start i told you before we got on air when i start it's like hard for me to stop but <laughs> um one thing with me is when I find something that I uh, really enjoy, I, um, well, before I even found podcasting, I always had like a, a group of friends where if I talk to them about something that I'm super passionate about, they're like, why don't you use your voice? And I'm like, nah, I'm not trying to be on a mic. Like, like even when my brother like had his podcast um, a year or two ago, it was, uh, he told me that he wanted me to be on a podcast and it was like, I listened to all his episodes and mine was like the worst. Cause I'd never been on the mic before. So like, <laughs> I, I never, I didn't know how to talk. I didn't know what to talk about. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what he was bringing me on mm-hmm. for. Um, but it was just, um, I feel like stepping into this, uh, media space that I'm in now, um, with the loss of going back to the loss of Kobe, uh, when I stepped into this media spot, I never, well, I started off trying to do music videos and then I found out that wasn't me. And one thing that I did love was how a documentary or a podcast was shot, or I liked how, um, movies are filmed. Like I'm a big, like film, like geek, um, I like the technicalities of, you know, equipment or whatever and podcasting being a totally different industry. Um, I was like, I want to be a part of that. So I took up the challenge and, you know, now I'm trying it out. Um, yeah. I tried. I had a pod for like, well, I wasn't the host on the pod. I was the co-host for 13 weeks. Um, oh, wow. You counted. Yeah. yeah. 13 weeks. Um, Sounds like a sentence. I don't know. <laughs> we can actually dabble into that. Um, it, it, it was tough. It was tough because so a lot of people don't know, but I don't mind saying it now um, because I think the podcast is is dead. Um, there's been no talks of like really bringing it back. Mm-hmm. Um, but inside note, that's that's with a lot of things mm-hmm. with the pandemic 
And it's unfortunate, but sometimes, you know, the pandemic allowed a lot of space to try out things. Yeah. And if it didn't work, you know, it was during the pandemic. No one's counting 2020 anymore. Yeah. And so don't beat yourself up so much on creating something and it not making it past post pandemic because a mm-hmm. lot of black businesses were born a lot of podcasts were born a lot of twitter accounts that haven't been touched in months yeah and so don't don't beat yourself up when it comes to that i just had to really say that but continue please um so 13 weeks and what like there's no talks of bringing it back and so it you're like fucking i'm beyonce i'm gonna make my own yeah i mean (laughs) it's kind of like that but it's and it's no shade to um the host uh, sure. The girl that made the host, uh, Kasai, she's a super dope creative. One thing about me was when I was in high school, I was uh, really arrogant for no reason, like at all. Not for no reason. And, no, not like really for no reason. And I knew I wanted to start podcasting. So mm-hmm. I came up with the idea of the Get To It podcast. And right. I said, well, she can reach a demographic that I can't right. because one, she's a woman, which women can reach a lot more accounts than men can. Um, they have a lot more draw on um, social media. And then two, everyone loves her. <laughs> you know, so I was like, you know what? How about we create this podcast? I'm going to make you the host. You introduce us. Um, you come up with the topics, everything. And then uh, it was fun. It was super fun. Uh, it do- It was a sentence because it was something that I've never done before. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really have too much right. help with it. Mm-hmm. Um. So it was your trial run, yeah. it sounds like. And so yeah. you're ready for the real deal. You're ready to subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was it, it felt like preseason. Um, it felt like we were kind of coming up with topics from uh the Joe Budden podcast. Like that it right, right. it just seemed too uh you saw them do it, so you're trying to do it exactly like them. Mm-hmm. Um and once I realized, like, with editing, like, why am I even talking? I don't care nothing about this. Why am I talking about it? Like, why did I bring it up? Mm. And then I was using a podcast to target, like, old relationships. And mm. it just got, like, really, I felt right. nasty. Right. It was messy. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I, it, it felt nasty. I'm going to go back and listen yeah, for yeah. sure Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, it felt <laughs> It felt really, it felt really nasty and it felt like. This world of podcasting can really make you feel that way. And I'm I'm glad you kind of brought that up and I hate to like, you know, veer off. But when you're on a microphone talking and sharing and being transparent about your opinion, that then opens up a new door for criticism and people to be like, you're wrong. You sound stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. Are you talking about me? Like, it's just, it's a headache and you lose friends over this. Mm -hmm. You you burn bridges over this, but it's all an experience. (laughs) And I feel like with the birth of, you know, what my baby has grown up to be now of Tiva Tammy, it's all been worth it. Yeah. But it's a roller coaster. Yeah. It, it certainly is. is. Yeah. Yeah. And so are you prepared for that? Oh, no. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready now because I'm not going in with trying to be Joe Budden or Rory or Maul. Like, I'm right. going into this being who I am. So I think mm-hmm. since I'm owning more of that truth of, who I am um, and what I want to talk about. Uh, the title of the new podcast, Change the Culture, isn't just for anyone to be on it. It's strictly mm-hmm. for creatives. Right. Um, and I believe that's that's my lane. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm ready for whatever that if I have to burn it, bridges with certain creatives, then was it really worth the relationship anyway? Hey, like well it, said the the truth hurts so it's like if, if very if well burns, said yeah if it burns then it burns but right. at least i'm not burning uh friendships that i probably value um right old Fuck relationships these who yeah. are they yeah <laughs> <Just> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah someone's I, listening right now like oh go, yeah. there goes Tammy. yeah <laughs> So be prepared for stuff like that. And so I'm glad that you are already thinking about that type of stuff and Mm -hmm. preparing yourself mentally for the roller coaster that's ahead of you. And of course, I wish you all the best. And I'm here as a resource. I would definitely say, you know, just have your ducks in a row. And I know that we were talking earlier about, you know, the AV of it all, like, you know, the audio visual, uh, visual, how that can sometimes be you know, difficult to, to master mm-hmm. and, you know, feel up to par and of quality. But I tell a lot of people, 
you know, you don't know until you start. Like, you don't know if it's good until you do it. Yeah. And so the first 50 episodes, at least, of Tea with Tammy sounded horrible. Mm. And in in hindsight, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, why did I even yeah. put this out there? But I was doing what I had to do. Now, it was mostly when I had a guest because I didn't have multiple mics at the time. Mm. So it was like, oh. So it sounded like episode two of 4MR. Yes, yes. <laughs> it sounded bad. That oh, sounded that's bad. That's exactly <laughs> how it was it was like crowd around guys at the you know the fireplace and just all speaking to the one yeah one mic and it was horrible and so you know it's it's nice to look back on though you're like look at the the growth look at, growth, yeah. look at the journey look at where i'm at today and so just just stick your neck out there and and you know fall don't be afraid to fall because mm-hmm. you will get back up and it will get better you know um my setup can be a lot better. Like I'm, this is I, better I, than mine though. Thank a you. lot better. Thank like you. when I like walked in, I was like, "Oh, this is dope." <laughs> like in my head, I'm like, "Oh, this is dope." I don't want to be a fanboy, but <laughs> this is dope. please pan out on me. No one does. <laughs> I no, I'm not gonna lie. Like when I meet other creators, like when um you asked me uh when I had that little poll the other night on on Twitter. right and mention the poll. Oh, so mention how this came about. Oh, um. <laughs> What did I? Oh, okay. So the Change the Culture podcast was actually supposed to be released on August 9th. Today is <laughs> past the 9th, August 15th. 15th. Right, right. right? Uh, okay. As we're recording. And um, <laughs> I went to Instagram, I went to Twitter, and I said, hey, creatives, um, do release dates matter to y'all? Um, I believe, me personally, I believe that they put pressure on a certain project. And that's just me thinking as a lazy, procrastinating creative that I am. Um, and that we all are. Trust you me. and Trent and uh, Banco, Banco, uh, Jen, mm-hmm. uh, y'all all literally were on the same page. And I said, why didn't I even think like before I even put this <laughs> poll out? Why did I not think, well, did you think to finish the project before you announced the release? No, I was excited <laughs> Said, you know what? I'm starting a new podcast and dropping this date. It's coming August 9th. And I announced it before I even recorded the first episode. Now, the first episode is recorded, but I wanted to record multiple episodes just in case life happens and I can't get anybody else on it or whatever. So um, the other episodes have not been recorded. So that's kind of why it's it's being held. Not only that, but like I said, I'm excited uh, I was always excited about how podcasts are shot visually, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to do something that I haven't seen before. Mm, so I really um, appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Thinking outside the box because everyone—I don't want to say everyone—but there's a lot of similarities out there in the yeah. podcast world, and so it's a lot harder to you know just stick out and be different, and you know have and that. See, that's where I commend. Like, I know a couple—not a lot of podcasters, but I know a few in. I went to, I went back when I found you. I don't know how I found you. I don't know if I found you from Trent retweeting something or if you tweeted something about the Joe Budden podcast. Joe Budden probably retweeted. I saw it and I found you. And then I was like, wait, she's here in San Antonio. I found you somewhere like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Joe Budden's retweeted me twice. Now, I shouldn't be like proud of that at this point because he's like semi canceled in the podcast world. But yes, he has retweeted me. Yeah. (laughs) I I think I've had one. I really want the Warrior Mall retweet because that's what. But I want it, them all retweeted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm cool. I yeah. want the money bag in yeah. my comments. <laughs> honestly, honestly, that's what I that's what I'm looking for. Um but I've I found you that way, and when I found you on Instagram, aesthetically, it was something that I haven't seen out of all the podcasters that I know. So I said, Oh, that's super dope. Um there's things on your uh podcast uh Instagram that you've done that I'm like, I wanted to do that, but I didn't know how it would look. And that's how it looks. What? So I feel it, like I'm doing the bare minimum. No, <laughs> the fact well, that you're seeing inspiration in my page. I love that. Thank you. If you saw <laughs> what the Get To It pod was doing, and I don't even mean to like backtrack to it, but the reason why it was such a sentence was because I was setting up my cameras. I was shooting. I was talking. Mm. I was... Uh, going back home, editing the audio, then matching the audio to the video, uh, taking freeze frames and creating quote pictures. Okay, doing, Russ. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> trying said, to do it all. He said, I made this beat. I recorded yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, and one thing about me is I 
tend to bite off more than I can chew. And it sucks that I was, cause I was like that before I was a creative. So it sucks being that as a creative because then like I stress myself out a lot more, but getting away from that. Yeah. Like you have something, you have an aesthetic that I haven't seen before. Crazy thing is your aesthetic on Instagram matches like your living room. Like this is like, super oh, yeah? Dope. like, Thank yeah. It, I mean, I mean, it's me, but yeah, yeah but it's, <laughs> It just matches. And it's like, I haven't seen anybody else like that. Well, I'm glad you found podcasting. And, yeah. And, and uh, embracing how it's a different world and it can be a bit uncomfortable because it's different, but still wanting to dive in and, you know, be good at it. Yeah. And so a lot of people are intimidated by things that are new. And so for you to want to be involved with something new, that is very commendable. So I appreciate that because... Everyone's a rapper, everyone's a critic, everyone's yeah. a podcaster now. And so, yeah. you know, it, it gets annoying. Good one. <laughs> right. And I appreciate that because some people are just like, I got to have a podcast because I want to talk about this. And it's yeah. just like, just tw- that's a tweet. Like, yeah. you don't need a some whole show. <laughs> some opinions really don't matter. I, man, and I, so, most of mine don't either. It's just whoever's listening and what they're wanting to hear. Yeah. And so I tried to, you know, pass that off as well because people are like, oh, I, my my music needs the Tammy stamp. I got to play it for her. And I'm just like, who cares what I like? No, that's dope, though. <laughs> if people can't, the fact that you said that's dope, like, I wish somebody would have been like, hey, my music needs the Kobe stamp. Like, nah, fam, that, that's Now that's it. died off. There's probably only like five artists that think that way now that's still fire but and i appreciate them you know tremendously but you know with the monthly pod podcasting now and me not being so passionate about just music and more so just about blackness mm. you know it, it you know it divides that time as for wanting to hear everyone's song yeah like, like, as if i'm some a and r or something yeah and so <laughs> you know in another world another life maybe we'll circle back to that but again i thank you for being passionate and genuine and wanting to be in this space when i started listening to joe budden and all them i like started listening to probably like 10 12 other podcasts where like i had maybe two or three down listen to a day there was a time where i wasn't listening to music like mm. it was straight up podcast so um some sounded terrible some sounded great mm-hmm. some looked terrible some looked great so i don't really have uh any questions other than how do you how do you stay consistent and that's the toughest thing um especially when I am just in a mood or life is happening, I have a day job, you know, I have family mm-hmm. during this podcast, I lost my father. And so oh, man, there's sorry. just a, I know I appreciate it. Thank you. But it's, it's, that's the hardest piece I would say as for being consistent, because if you're not consistent, then no one knows what to look for, what to check for. Mm-hmm. When are you coming back? Like people like tuning into their show because they know what time it comes on and they yeah. can rely on it. They're like, oh, Mondays, love and hip hop, 7 p.m. VH1, I'm there. Yeah. And so when it came, when it comes to tea with Tammy, that wasn't always the case. And so I kind of started beating myself up with that as for I'm not meeting my own deadlines of every Tuesday. And so that's why I've moved to monthly because I don't want to commit to something that I can't deliver on. Mm. And I don't want people looking to me like, where's the pod? Where's this? I thought you were dropping to this week. And I, I hate not living up to the expectation. Mm. And so just changing the expectation. And so I, I would say that's the answer to, you know, being consistent, you setting what the expectation is, mm-hmm. you know, there's podcasts out there where I read their bio, where it says it's a bi-weekly podcast, or it's a sometimes weekly podcast, or it's a monthly podcast. Mm. You don't have to say it's every day or every week at this time, set the expectation beforehand. So people know what to look for and what to get from you. Mm-hmm. And so if you feel like, you know, doing something weekly could be overwhelmingly overwhelming or more time consuming than you know most projects if life were to happen then i would then consider maybe bi-weekly like Mm -hmm. and then reach for the goal of then transitioning to more often and so you know that's where i am now mm -hmm. because the get to it podcast was weekly it was every monday Mm -hmm. um but we would record sunday so yeah turn around yeah i wanted the topics to be fresh. like like fresh yeah right, right, right. um because i know you know over there you know talking back to the joe budden podcast they would record 
Friday night drop Saturday right. or whatever, but I didn't realize they had a team. They have a whole group of niggas behind yeah. that camera. So, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that. Right. And I think that's what made it's it. It's not just sentence. Parks and Save On. Like it's yeah. not. <laughs> and I, did, I don't I don't think I realized that. And that's what made the 13 weeks of sentence. Um, if you go, if y'all go back and listen to the Get to It Pod. I believe it was probably episode 10, I said, 10 or 11. I said, yeah, what do you think about a hiatus? Like, I just brought it up. And I was like, what do you think about a hiatus? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, did I kind of like force her hand like mm. in taking this break? And she's very, um, Kasai is a very like monotone person. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning episodes, I felt like I did like a lot of caring because I've listened to podcast. I know how you're supposed to sound. I know how you're supposed to keep something moving. And she listened to podcasts as well. But since she was very monotone, it was like peeling back layers. And she started to open up a lot more towards the end. So now- Look at I, you cutting her short. Yeah. I feel like I kind of beat, like well, I beat she myself She was transitioning into a butterfly. Exactly. I feel like <laughs> she was getting ready to just like, you know what? I'm about to kill this now. Right. And then I she shut She said hiatus. Yeah. So she looked and she was like- This nigga. And yeah. And then she was like, maybe, you know what? Yeah. And then the 13th week I came in, I was like, yeah, it's time. Like, I think I said in, like, the first minute, I was like, yeah, I'm taking a break from right. this. And, I'm tired. Yeah. And I, I it was really that burnout. Was, yeah, because, mm-hmm. I mean, and no, you know, again, no shade to Kasai. Of course. There's no trees in here. Yeah. No. <laughs> there's not. Well, no, that's a. It's a plant. It's a oh, fake yeah, plant. It's a plant. Um, <laughs> but I just felt like, again, me biting off more than I can chew, I was, I created the, um. The Instagram and I was posting. I was the only one posting to the Instagram, um, so it was just like, how can I even have time as the photographer, videographer foundation that I'm trying to build if all of my time goes to the podcasting? And I'm like, how? Like, how do I? How does Kobe? How does anybody know me if I'm everywhere? Um, here in San Antonio, I know a couple creators. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know most of them from social media, but I've right. met a couple of them. My brother's a creative director. His wife is a photographer for nine years. Um, wow. My guy, Dino, he's a uh, producer, mixer, master, filmer. Uh, his name is just Dino. Okay. Um, and then my best friend, he's a I feel a like I've seen that artist. name somewhere. Recently. Um, I'm like, recently. You maybe have. Okay. It, well, it, maybe. 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 Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Twitter's a small world. Yeah, it's crazy. It I mean, you you got on the pot very quickly. Yeah. And so, you know, just through um, like the trickle down of other people. Yeah, right. honestly. <laughs> um, but I've never been in a room here in San Antonio. I've never been in a room with more than two creators at a time. <gasps> what? 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 At all. <sighs> so when I went to Austin and I met Jasmine, before we even got on her podcast, we sat and talked for like two, three hours. Through that, I met another dope creative, John Scotty. Super dope dude. He reminds me of Trent because he's never created anything visually that I have disliked at all. Um, nice. And then uh, my second time up there, I met, I want to say, six or seven other uh, creatives. And I was sitting in a room with them. And one of the creatives up there is a music artist. And mm-hmm. they were talking about his EP. And, okay, well, Jasmine's going to be camera one. Uh, the the artist's girlfriend is the digital digital artist, so she would be doing the cover art. Jasmine's girlfriend is going to be doing the behind-the-scenes film photography. It was a whole little the, network. And I was sitting there, and I was like, yo, this is crazy. Wow. This is a totally different culture from where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So then when I got back, I was talking to a couple of creators that I know here, and I was like, man, I just want to change the culture. And that's kind of... Like, ding, light bulb. Yeah. And, but even at that time, that was... February, March, I didn't know what change the culture was. Mm-hmm. I knew that's the title of something. I don't know what the project is. Right. And then right. now we know going through the get to it podcast, um, you know, having the ups and downs with that and then stepping away from that. I, I was like, you know what? I, I want to pod again. I, I missed this. And then now that's changed the culture. Wow. Look at you full circle. I love it with that, with that title. 
But you definitely had touched on something that's very important as for reaching out and being in the space of other creatives mm-hmm. and, and not falling into the typical mindset of maybe, I don't know, crabs in a bucket mm-hmm. or just having to compare yourself and being a hater to other people. Yeah. And just, you know, being open to, hey, what's the next person working on? You know, shadow someone, yeah. you know, network with with the person sitting next to you, you never know what their skill set is and mm-hmm. what they've created in their past. Because, you know, a lot of people say that to be a good writer, you have to read books. And so to be a good creative, you then need to network with other yeah. creatives to kind of get that inspiration and that motivation. Because the only time I feel like doing this, what we're doing now, potting and mm-hmm. diving into the editing and publishing and packaging and releasing this to the next person is creative conversations. And so, I have you on the show because you had a creative like conversation on the timeline in Mm -hmm. that then I was like, you know what? There's a show out of this Mm -hmm. come, you know, come record. And so that's the only time at this point is when I am in another space of another creative that may sound like I, 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 I use them maybe as a crutch, but I think it's more so of like a mutual, like beneficial thing where, you know, you help me, I help you. And, you know, we have, we have something to look back on. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this, like, this is going to be, uh, being on Jasmine's podcast. I literally, I can't tell you one thing that I remember from it. So mm-hmm. being here, I can't tell you one thing I'm going to remember from this. It's really fun to go back and listen. Cause I'm yes. like, wait, what did I say? <laughs> some things might be like, I said that. And then some things I'll be like, yo. I might, life might be happening. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kobe, this is for you to wake up and and, right. and do better or. Exactly, so. exactly. But going back to consistency, because, you know, that that's also a, a big challenge mm-hmm. in the podcasting world or just being a creative altogether. If you are in a field that has a schedule or something to be released multiple times as for like a series. And so just really setting that expectation ahead of time and not, you know, falling into what Joe Budden is doing, what someone else is doing. Like it doesn't have to be wild and out with three new episodes every week. Like <laughs> it doesn't they, have he's to be three episodes a week now. <laughs> well, I, I know they just brought back the show. And so they dropped two episodes the first night they came back and then another brand new two nah, episodes bro. the next night. And I'm like, okay, Nick, y'all have been recording, yeah. but, um, you know, there's a limited audience, there's less people in the room. And so I'm sure it's a bit easier maybe to to push out the content. And plus, they've been on a hiatus for a while just because of, you know, the comments that Nick Cannon had made and with Viacom wanting well, see, to fire him and all that stuff. That's the thing, though. I have no idea what's been going on mm. there, like at all. Okay. Like, no. Let's I, transition to some shenanigans, shall okay, we? Yeah. <laughs> um, the only podcast that I've been keeping up with now is Roy and Maul's. And okay. I kind of get upset when they're like, oh, we'll have the podcast out tomorrow. Like, it kind of like seems like lazier. Like, it seems like the team is lazier. Mm-hmm. Now, I wouldn't say Rory and Maul. I feel like they have a lot of stuff recorded that we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Just like that, uh, when they were with, what's his name? Boss or, or no, not Boss. Uh, who were they with? On that first episode? Was no, it Earl? No, no, no. Oh. Um, the episode where Homeboy was just cooking and. They were drinking wine. Oh, Belly. Belly. Yes. I don't know why I said boss. Yeah. Um, I was, that would be a dope episode, though. It would. It really would. Yeah. It'd be funny, too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like when they had uh, had him on there, I was I was like, I saw someone like say, yo, Roy, were you like sick? Like, were you dying? And, and like Roy like retweeted it and he was like, yeah. And then it went back to when they were talking about, oh, we shot this in LA. And I'm like, oh, so this is old. I don't care about this. Mm. Like me personally. Um, I think it's, I guess it's just because we were so spoiled with the Joe Budden podcast. That's exactly what it is. But also they haven't, on my end, I haven't seen them set the expectation of what to look for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like, you hear that, Rory Amal? Tune into Tea with Tammy and get bro, some tips. Tune in hey, and retweet us. Bro. Retweet. I'm trying to get the money bags and the I oranges, am really trying to get a money bag in my comments. Yo, okay. if I can get a money bag on Change the Culture, I'm, I'm that, that's actually That's actually going to be the, the profile picture if I can. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um, I, I just, honestly, I. I didn't really care too much. I mean, it was cool because it was different content. So you're like a hipster. I'm getting a little hipster vibes from you. It's like, oh, this isn't new. De- define define this hipster. Isn't, this isn't fresh out the kitchen. Yeah, because you know? I, like, I, I heard them say hipster a lot on Joe's 
pod, but I never understood what they were talking about. So define that. For so me. for me, when I'm using it to possibly insult you, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's to say that you like the new new you like to be first you like to be the one to share it versus the one learning about it and so you like to be ahead of the of the thing and so if something seems like oh that's that's so last week like that's something Mm -hmm. a hipster would say like oh that song came out last month that's not new it was like it's new but it's not new to you and so you're just being a hipster about it (laughs) yeah so like a lot of people, I get hate for this all the time. I'm like one of the biggest Kanye West fans, like ever. Okay, you're a hipster. Yeah. So, <laughs> and like, you know, the, you're annoying. Yes, 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 yes. A lot of people hate me for that. Um, when it comes down to Kobe and Kanye, I would say they are legit the makeup of who Kobe King is. The reason why I say and that. And I love that they have a commercial together. Yes. The greatest commercial of all time. It really is. That's the funny. The greatest commercial of all time. <laughs> like when I saw that as a kid, it was the coolest thing. As a kid, you make me feel old. I mean, well, I'm, I'm only 22. <laughs> so like everyone that's older than me, they call me a baby. But yeah, you are. It, it's that was one of the coolest things of all time. It was a moment. Kanye West and Kobe Bryant in a commercial together. Um, Kobe Bryant at that time being one of the most hated NBA players from any other team. Like if you're a Spurs fan or a Suns fan or Utah Jazz or Celtics or Knicks fan or Bulls fan, you hate Kobe Bryant with a passion. If you're a music fan, most people can commend Kanye for being the genius that he is, mm-hmm. but they hate the person that he is. So mm. I'm not going to listen to Kanye West. Okay. So like, with that's the, your comparison of the two. Okay. Yeah. So with Donda, you know, him having two different listening parties, album's still not out. A lot of Kanye let's, West. Let's, yeah. Let's get into that a little bit. Cause that's definitely a topic on the shenanigans list for yeah. today. Because, <laughs> okay. It's, Wait, it's, let it's, me ask you this first. Okay. Are you a fan of Kanye? <sighs> Mm. I don't know. Okay. I find myself sometimes being torn or maybe a hypocrite because one, it's like when something's not serving me, I let you go. It's like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, you've hurt me too many times. I feel like I'm just a a dumb. With everything. Yeah. You know, just like race, relationships, just the culture as a whole and the outburst and how he just carries himself in, in certain situations, you know, photo ops with Trump. It's, it's a, there's a lot in running for president himself thinking he would ever win when you're not even on the ballot of the majority of the states. It's just a lot of ignorance yeah. I see. And yeah. so I'm like, why am I, why would I keep touching the stove if I know it's hot? Like it's going to be hot every yeah. time. Like he's a hot head. And so, with that being said, I'm also a person who looks at art and, and artists like, I don't know, I won't like it until I, I hear it and experience mm-hmm. it. Just like I, I can't then give the next advice to someone like, you don't you won't know until you try it. And so I can't be like, oh, Kanye is trash if I don't listen to it. And so I know some- I respect that because a right. lot of people are like, oh, what was the last album you listened to? Graduation. Did you not hear my beautiful Dark Twisted <laughs> Fantasy or 808s and Heartbreaks or Watch the Throne or yeah so right right yeah I I commend that right because yeah. how At can least you let know me try. yeah right how can you know the whole scope of if someone is good if you're not listening to their newish shit because we're all about growth right yeah. and so shouldn't it be getting better so, and so I'm always gonna tune in but it's it's like I don't always want to support it yeah. you know it's like so oh. did you tune in to any of the live streams. On and off, not the whole thing, mm-hmm. just because I feel like it took forever to start. Yeah, it's super and annoying. and I I know people were on the timeline like, oh, if you hate Kanye, or if you don't like Kanye, why are you sitting waiting and you know in a live stream for Kanye? Mm-hmm. And it's for that reason. I is it good? Is yeah. is he better? Yeah. Is he on his shit now? Like, can I tune back in? Yeah. And so I, and the only way I'm gonna know is if I show up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and so I don't know what type of fan that is. But I'm here. An honest fan. There we go. I, yeah. I like to hold him accountable when he yeah. when he does me Cause, wrong. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I feel like um, people, when they become a fan of something, they um, they take to twi- they take to social media and what social media thinks of somebody, mm-hmm. and that alters their opinion. Of and course. 
Um, social media is the most powerful thing in the world, which I love it. I love it and I hate it. But at the same time, um, I'm going to support. Mm, I'm definitely not going to be like stream that new Kanye. I'm never going to say that. Like, you're never going to hear me say that. I might say that. Yeah. Me personally, no. not about everything that I'm a fan of. But definitely of this kind, because okay, now that you called me a hipster, and now I know what it means. I definitely am a hipster. I believe. <laughs> I call it like I see it. <laughs> and I believe this because of probably you know the era that I grew up in, how young I am. Me personally, my personal opinion. Anybody listening, I believe this is the greatest Kanye West album ever. And I say that because, one, I wasn't living life and going through the experiences when college dropout, late registration, graduation happened. So me being the honest fan, cool, those are classics. And I'm going to leave them there. I still, me personally, hearing this. And so, for example, I was extremely torn when I was extremely torn in high school. I was supposed to go to the Life of Pablo tour. Oh. He was he was coming to San Antonio. Wow. And it was like four days before my birthday. My mom bought me and my best friend Eric tickets. And then the mental breakdown ended up happening. Me never experiencing life. I never went through mental issues. I used to be that guy. When I say I was arrogant in high school, mm-hmm. it's because I thought girls would say that they were depressed for attention seeking. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, I was right. that a hole, right? right, right. And um, so when that happened, I was like, oh, this this nigga just lost a fan because it, we we don't have mental illness. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, oh, so you was one of those throwback oh, blacks who oh, don't yeah. believe in mental yeah, illness. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was an idiot. And then I graduated and, you know, I, Not the throwback. I started going through life, started having uh, relationships. And like, I really didn't have my first girlfriend until after I graduated. So, like, I really couldn't experience like a real like right. love connection until after I was out of high school. And then I look back at that time and I'm like, yo, he was really sick. And yeah. um, clinically. Yeah. Di- like, diagnosed. Yeah. Diagnosed. <laughs> and. Um, so when all the, you know, Trump shenanigans and all that stuff happened, there's a side of Twitter, which I believe Twitter is the world that says, um, oh, Kanye's a genius because he used Trump to get people out of jail for free. But that's on Kim's spreadsheet. That's not on Kanye's. Kanye wasn't responsible for any of that. But Twitter, I'm gonna let you say what you want to say. Then there's another side where, you know, like us, we disagreed with that. I don't care what you're doing. You don't stand Right. With someone that stands against everything that we are. Um, but uh, I, I just with Kanye. I don't know. It's it, it was weird. But it sounds like you're way more of a fan than possibly what I would be. Concerned. Yeah. But I feel like <laughs> I connect more with Kanye now because I'm really in the church. Mm. And now that he's a reborn Christian, um, I feel like I can connect with his music a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't listen to. I'm like very like shallow on what I, I listen to everything mainstream. Okay, like I'm not like. And there's nothing wrong with saying yeah, that. like as long as you know it. I mean, yeah, like when people were like, "Oh, Drake stole XXX's flow like a couple years ago," I really didn't care. Like I was like, oh, well, Drake is Drake, Drake is, is Drake. Yeah, Drake is Drake. So I, I really <laughs> right. don't Cha-cha care. Remix. Yeah, right. I don't, I don't care <laughs> what he stole it from. Right. Um, but it's just, I guess that's the hipster in me. Like Drake is Drake. So, right, right. Um, but Drake's my husband. You know. Oh yeah, I see that on the walls. Um, but <laughs> the yeah. writing is on the walls. Yeah. But to to kind of get back to Donda in in the topic that was on the shenanigans list is. You being a fan of Kanye, do you ever feel stupid <laughs> for the games he plays with like, oh, the album's still not out. No. The date changes and no. like this he's I'm in a I'm in an arena today. Yeah. I'm doing a forty seven hour a- live stream in my yeah. underwear. Like do you ever feel dumb? No. <laughs> and I'm gonna say no. One because I'm yo, I'm about to hone like hone in on. I I love it. I love the hip. I Let's love the word me. hipster now. So that, that's me. Copy the hipster. It's the title of your first episode. Yeah, it, it might be. Um, but I love it because I haven't seen it. 
I love things that I okay. haven't seen. Okay. So mm. I, Thursday Thursday night, he started the live stream, mm-hmm. the, the the second one, where uh, Mike Dean, everybody came in there. And I'm sitting there, we're in rehearsal of church or whatever. I'm training um, the teenagers coming up on the camera, all of that. So we got our phones out. We got our AirPods in, <laughs> and we just like, whoa, whenever the music starts, we just go stop. Not knowing that the album's not, he's not going to play the album tonight. Not knowing that this live stream is about to be 47 hours, right? Um, and I'm like sitting there, and I'm like... What is this nigga doing? And then I'm a fan of Fabio. So Fabio came in. I'm like, oh, that's like Fabio's on the album. What? That's crazy. Right. Um, Started seeing like other, you know, artists come in. I could care less about Chance. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. That Mm -hmm. last album. The Big Day? I Love My Wife? You don't like that? No. (laughs) Not to get off track. Not to get off track at all. But to get off track. But to get off track, mm-hmm. I love when artists are going through stuff because it makes the music a lot better, in my opinion. Of course. I mean, so, that's from the beginning of time. That's why everyone loves Mary J. Blonde. Exactly. So when she's, when she's going through a breakup in the album, come, oh, let's go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Same thing. Like, I, I used to tell my brother, yo, like, I remember divorce rumors were like years ago with Kim and Kanye. Mm-hmm. I said, yo, if he ever gets a divorce from Kim, it will be the greatest Kanye West album ever. Oh, that's why you're saying Because that. he's losing. Mm. Kanye Kanye doesn't know how to lose no matter what even when his album flopped like yay he still won the merch was bought the live stream was tuned in people still streamed it just to hate it he still went he doesn't know what it's like to lose so for him to be married to the love of his life and right. have kids her in all woman, these songs yeah like he's, he's done so much with Kim mm-hmm. this man bought stocks years ago and now right. she's up like, he had her dressing like she was homeless for years yeah. they was a unit so, the, <laughs> yeah so to see that to hear this now i'm like no this is the great because i i called this two years ago so kanye if you're listening to t with tammy <laughs> your boy kobe king bsl from change the culture podcast yeah that's me bro hey hit me up yay let's work um but no i i love i love things that are new so like watching that um, waking up in the morning and seeing this nigga get up in nothing but underwear and a mask on, I said, yo, okay, something's really wrong with him, but it's funny. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's a joke to me. It's a joke to me. You have definitely brought a different perspective to my my forefront because I'm just, of course, I only see it through my eyes. I'm like, this shit is stupid. People are really tuning <laughs> into this. Did I just see him in his underwear? What is going on? Never and, thought you know, I would ever see that. All these thoughts are running through my <laughs> head, but not once did I think like, oh, this is something I haven't seen before. Let me keep watching. <laughs> and so that is a good perspective to to have or mindset to have when watching art. And I think you kind of touched on that earlier. You know, it's just like, if it's something new, fresh, something different, you know, we're going to be intrigued. And so it's, it's crazy how that just never crossed my mind when it came to to Kanye. And I, I look <laughs> at it like this too. Um I love photography. I'm not the best photographer. I'm more of a fan of photo- photography than I am a photographer. Mm, so okay. when the live stream would sit and it was like the mattress and the candle and the headphones and something else, like it was like his equipment, the jacket sitting on the right. floor and the live stream was there for like three hours. I said, that's a dope photo. Because when that hangs up in his house and he's 80 years old and he walks past like, man, I remember that night. Like I I look at it like that too. Right. So I look at it more... I look at it as a consumer. I've never seen this before, but then I look at it as a creative like that deals with cameras. That's really dope. That's a dope photo. Even though you really, if you're looking at it like a photo of a bed, a jacket, a pair of headphones and some boots, like, are you mm-hmm. serious? That's a dope photo. How's that a dope photo? Well, that tells a story of the first artist to sit in an arena with a live stream for 48 hours and stream his album. That's 24 songs that's totally different than the first live stream and mm-hmm. we still don't have it. Right. <laughs> I I do appreciate your appreciation in these types of things that you look for. It kind of um, makes me harken back to the, the Tyler creator episode or um, the interview on hot 97 with Ebro in the morning, because, you know, he said that it's, it does with a lot of preference in the industry as for like how you are looking at something mm-hmm. and how you're approaching it and what you're looking for. And so if you're someone who really is into the instrumentation and the beats and the production, of course, that's what you're going to pay attention to 
pay attention to first. And so mm. the fact that you were tuned into this live stream and you saw the visual and you're like, oh, these are dope images or, you know, um, you know, visuals all together. I, I wasn't thinking that at all. I'm like, I heard pick that up that good, jacket. Yeah. Put some pants on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I, thinking like that. <laughs> I heard that that interview, that Tyler interview was like super, I think you tweeted about it. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And I think you said that that was like a super dope interview. I haven't watched it, but I saw a clip of him talking about like, yo, for a decade, like who's better than me visually. Mm-hmm. And literally, I've been like, when he dropped, uh, what was this last one? Um, call me when you're lost. Yeah, call some- me if you're lost. Yeah, yeah. When he dropped that, and he did the, I think it was the BET Awards when the yes, car was, yes, and he yes, was and like the wind. on the tread. I said, yo, I don't care what nobody says. He might have a team. No, well, he definitely has every. Oh, yeah, yeah, he has a team. Sure. But I believe that's his idea. Oh, I mean, yes. Like when he says visually, like the Genuine. only. The only people that I think that can run with each other visually are literally him and Kanye. And I think he's better visually. Yeah. Because I think like Kanye would run away when he's just running. And I'm like. I think Tyler is like on like Beyonce level as for the visuals. Yes. Because every time Beyonce drops a music videos ever since her self-titled album, it's been like mini movies. And that's what I get from Tyler every time. Did you hear Beyonce is in the studio? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's that. I'm wait. I'm waiting. Do you think this is like her last, like no. hoorah of in the studio? Because I, I, I get hints of that, of her like saying yeah. like, you know what? I've been around. I've been killing shit for years. What what more do you need from me? Like yeah. I just gave y'all a documentary, day, a concert. Yeah, yeah. I did Coachella. What do what do y'all need? <laughs> um, I feel like I didn't have twins. I feel like it would be a bit. I feel like it would be a big big rollout when it's her her last dance me personally i think um for beyonce to go out it's it's probably going to be the greatest thing we've ever seen like next to like michael jackson like for sure um like for example i see you have the good kid mad city kendrick lamar is my favorite rapper of all time rapper artist Mm -hmm. Uh, kanye is my favorite artist kendrick great visuals as well um yeah amazing visuals um the thing with Kendrick is, I know he hasn't dropped since I was a senior in high school. Um, but I told my friends. I feel so old. No. Well, <laughs> I've I, seen him live. That's amazing. Multiple I, times I, when I was in college. To do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro, Kendrick live would be psychotic. Like, Kendrick, that is someone that is, I don't, I feel like he's the, the Kobe of rap, me personally. Wow. I feel like he doesn't get his credit enough. Who's LeBron? Oh, Kanye. Um, <laughs> everyone hates LeBron. So I, I have Drake as Jordan, Kendrick as Kobe, and I have uh, Kanye as LeBron and KD as J. Cole. Wow. That's a nice little starter yeah. team you got over there. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. They all and I, To be honest, I haven't always been a fan of J. Cole. Okay, so what player is is baby Because he hated. He's very hated right now. Let's get to it real quick. is Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> baby is Dennis Schroeder. If y'all don't know, Dennis Schroeder turned down a four-year, 84.9 million dollar contract that. And from then the had to get what? And from then the Celtics? one year, 5.8 million from the Celtics. From the Celtics. And I don't believe I that's that. his doing. I believe his agent probably screwed him up. But the baby, that that's who you are. The ba- <laughs> yeah, let's get into the baby. Okay, so the baby made some offensive comments at Rolling Loud, I believe, on stage. Which I only seen tweets about it. I never watched the videos because I okay. don't care about ignorance that much. Okay, and so I... <sighs> okay, so... The comments that he made on stage, I really don't want to say, mm-hmm. but, you know, it was very, like, uncalled for, unsolicited. It's just like, why? Who like, why is that, that on your mind mm-hmm. to even shout out individuals that you obviously don't like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it, it, and it be a platform that's being viewed by so many people mm-hmm. and so moving forward as for how he kind of doubled down on it afterwards mm-hmm. and then issued the apology and then deleted the apology from his instagram oh, what like what are your thoughts on that um he's an idiot <laughs> uh, one thing that i am gonna say um <laughs> he's an idiot <laughs> yeah he's an idiot uh but it's just crazy how 
how can people, how can creators, because artists are creators as well, how can creators expect to be loved when you hate a demographic? One of, and if we're, if, if we're going to be 110% honest, probably one of the most supportive demographics ever. Right. Because they're supporting who they truly are. You know, so if they're a fan of you, they're they're gonna they're gonna be a diehard for you. And then not only that, this is what the first festival since the pandemic, right? Right. He had to put his foot in his mouth and then get canceled at every other festival after that. And I didn't know so many festivals were even going on, but now I know they're going on because they've had to release a statement on him. Yeah, and then and then you turn into a meme. One probably gonna be the most memorable meme. Um of the year because you know they do that little mean <laughs> breakdown of the year right. but everyone started saying oh um like i started seeing like local like san antonio parties like oh the baby it's not like the baby's canceled like people were using that to promote their parties and i'm like oh yo that is super funny like oh the baby uh, won't be performing at my baby shower tonight yeah at, at the birthday bash and i'm like yo that that was funny like that that was a clever way to you know promote your birthday like that's super dope but he's an idiot um <laughs> I don't support him. Uh, I used to really like his music because even though every beat sounded the same, I thought right. it was just so catchy. Like, right, and he can rap. Yeah, like I can acknowledge, I can acknowledge the the talent in someone who ain't shit. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. I'm going to tune in. That doesn't mean I'm going to support. Yeah. I'm not, that doesn't mean I'm going to give you a dollar. Listen, I am very aware that Tory Lanez probably did drop a fire diss track towards Cassidy, and I'm sure there's. Hella bars running all through there. I ain't gonna lie. But I didn't I didn't hit play. I didn't I didn't I didn't feel like I needed to. Because one, I don't I don't really care. But I actually want to like dab into that. You being a black woman, um, how do you feel about the Tory situation? Because and the only reason why I'm asking this is because nothing he never faced a real consequence. So with that being said, like I have a group of people that I know that said they believe that it's some like industry BS or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Illuminati coming after him because he's independent. He was going to make so much money because the rumor was he was. <laughs> the, 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 oh, he Bill Cosby. He was about to buy CBS. Well, the rumor was <laughs> that he was going to make so much money off of being um, independent uh, that like his money could be like compared to like Drake, like that was the rumor, which is a crazy amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see that if you are truly independent, right. yeah. So a lot of people, well, there's like this, like, there's this one world that says, hey, that was like an industry scheme. They're lying. That's just Illuminati, like you know, trying to tear down somebody's, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, tear down somebody's like you know career right like, yeah they're like for example ability. i didn't live through like the michael jackson boy thing or whatever but mm-hmm. me being who i am today i can believe that was the he was trying to get out and the illuminati was you know trying to you know pull their little strings or mm-hmm. whatever society you think is actually running the world mm-hmm. um so you being i saw that me being a man i saw that as hey that's possible because we've seen it before Right. At the end of the day, if that's the truth, you still became ignorant and tried to kill a black queen when you said that you are for black queens and you support black queens and and all this. So I understand if the Illuminati thing is true. Right. Mm -hmm. I understand you trying to defend yourself in that matter. But at the same time, even if. Uh, could we do we really know that you, no one was really there other than the people that were in the car right. so um so me as a black woman yeah in my perspective on tory the tory lane's situation i will say because it sounds bad to say this but i'm still gonna say it i was more disgusted and, and hurt by the tory lane's situation after the fact when he dropped that first project when he came back and so because you're right no one knows exactly what happened that night but i will always say okay if you didn't who did because there is hospital reports there are broken bone tendons and all you know all these logistics of what happened that night so it's like okay if you didn't shoot her 
some someone else had to someone yeah. had to have had the gun there yeah. there was a gun there so it's just like there there's all the evidence so it's just like who did it's a big who did it um you know game of clue but when he came back and dropped that project and he's dissing Jojo, Kalani, Dream Doll, and just like, just kind of like projecting on the next person because he's so hurt that people were taking him off their albums or not mm. wanting to, you know, finish songs with him and, you know, exiling him because they, they want to get the facts too. And so the fact that he didn't see that as for them just protecting their selves mm-hmm. and brand because they are black women. Yeah, yeah. Like how can you, or just women in general, like how can you go at them? Like how can you be so mad and, and so fuckboyish? Yeah, like I it was very fuckboy vibes. Yeah. 110%. Cause mm-hmm. I believe I was a huge fan of Tory Lanez before. It felt like a double down. Cause it's like, yeah. okay, this is just more evidence to tell me that maybe you did do it because you're just, you're yeah, this hurt by okay, how yeah. women have spoke down on you this, these past months. So, and this is the first shit out your mouth that you want to diss women. Yeah. And so maybe Meg said something slick to you in that car. And see, that's <laughs> the thing. And like when Maul said that, I was like, yo. Now you are only sense. four feet tall. You are, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I think the Joe Budden podcast, I think they did really good on reporting. Cause I went to a couple podcasts when, when it first broke out mm-hmm. and I was like trying to listen to that. And I'm like, yo, I think they did really good at explaining what possibly could have happened because at the end of the day, you're independent. What are you doing at a party with a gun anyway? Around a whole bunch of other celebrities. You're not in your own city. They were at not what? At, Kylie Jenner's yeah, party. You're not in your own crib. Right. What are you doing carrying a firearm that you don't have a license for? If you're independent, that's where the ignorance sits in. You know what I'm saying? If you're independent, you got to protect your right. your brand. You know what I'm saying? So you got to protect. So what what were you doing to even like come on, dude? And I think that's what when that happened, I was like really hurt because I'm not I'm not really a big fan of Meg. Um cuz I feel Meg is like kind of like the baby to me, not personally, um, music-wise. Everything sounds the same to me. Right. Um, I don't feel like she's as versatile. Like I'm a big fan of Cardi, but I don't feel like she's as versatile as Cardi. Like on Cardi's album, she was like harmonizing and trying to sing or whatever. Right. She had a song with I, I know you don't like him, Chance. Had yeah. a song with YG. Song, like there was yeah, variety. It was, yeah. Right. And I just feel like Meg is kind of like repetitive, like the baby was. But that doesn't take away from what Tori did. Um, right. And right. I just, exactly. Because, you know, I hate to say these types of things, but I can acknowledge the talent. Like I see the talent, like Tori yeah. is very talented. Like I've been following him for, for many years, ever since he was crooning on beach, trying to profess his love to Tiana Taylor before Tiana Taylor was with Iman. And so like, it's, it's, it's been a long time of him being around and trying to get it and hustle and get out the mud. And when he finally got it, he was doing quarantine radio. He was popping, Bro. pouring milk on booties. I was, I was tuned in, and then he just had to let the ignorance in. Yeah, and it, it's it, it sucks. That that sucks a lot because now it's like I can't. I morally, I can't even be a fan. Right. As much as much talent there is, like um, the, the I saw the the diss video back to like Cassidy or whatever, mm-hmm. super dope video or whatever, and now. Uh, he's editing like all his videos. That's big for a music artist. Like right. a lot of music artists show up and they're like, "Yeah, just uh, make me a cartoon, what, like right. whatever." For an artist to actually Be sit down one. at a computer and edit, that's huge. But it's like, dude, I can't even support it. Right. Not only is it because she's a black woman, but because she's a woman. Period. Like, right. if, if it was a situation with another, shit. yeah, if it was another nigga, like, oh. Whatever, like y'all had beef, you shot him in his foot. I guess you don't want him to walk no more. But this is a woman, bro. Like, you, whole another level of fuckboy, like a whole nother level. And that's, and you know, dealing with the baby and Tori. And then did the baby bring him out? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That could have violated his. You know, that's crazy. It's really just ignorance all around, and it's it's contributing to I call the new pandemic. You mm-hmm. know. There's always a new version, you know, like the, you're, I'm new black, I'm new this. And yeah. so there's a new pandemic and it comes to the cancellation of our stars. Like 
and not saying like, oh, it's a pandemic that we're canceling too many people. It's it's a pandemic because people are doing too much shit to get them canceled. Yeah. And I'm just like, what is what is in the water? What is, did y'all all have COVID and y'all just started all starting like to act up mm-hmm. and act ignorant to to then get canceled? And so it's a shame because who knows what we're missing out on now because we can't even fully support Tory. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I just I hate that for the culture mm-hmm. because he was doing so well. Like he with the whole um what's that um where he was remixing all the throwback songs yeah, and like you know like tape. right exactly like yeah. that was a cultural moment mm-hmm. and we can't even like, like go i can't back even go and back and, and listen to it yeah like, it's just like oh man like this is before everything happened it's like. sad and to contribute contribute to what i call the new pandemic and this will wrap things up because it's just like worldly things but like cancellations then we have the bbls and so i like and then the fights on flights i yeah. I'm, I'm it's just a new scary hour that's have- approached us <laughs> but you know contributing to like all of the the things that have been happening and also like um there's also um a new pandemic i would say and this will be the last thing i'll mention and it's people caring and people like putting that effort out and it reminds me as well as uh the tyler the creator interview that i watched on hot 97 he said you know like i care like mm-hmm. i do the vinyls i do the lookbooks i i do the mini movies in mm-hmm. my my music videos and i i appreciate that i like how this last migos album isn't really like the mumble rap music that everyone assumed them to be when they first dropped, when they Mm -hmm. first came on the scene. It's like, they care. They made something really good. Like industry baby. That music video is very detailed. It looks like a lot of work went into that and that choreography Mm -hmm. and like building that from the ground up. Like that's effort. People care. The locks versus Dipset. Like that was was a moment like Jadakiss cared. And so like, is there, is there something that you truly care about moving forward? wrapping this up like moving forward what do you care about where where do you where do you see to contribute (laughs) that that effort in your in your next venture oh man you smacked me in the face with that question because i didn't know (laughs) where we were going with like all these dope moments that have been happening but um exactly when what's your next moment what's your next dope moment where you care you have the effort and you can then hang your your jersey on the wall next to the jadakiss the tyler you know the people who are really putting in effort (laughs) oh man yo that that is probably like the most fire question anybody has ever asked me (laughs) like i'm working on not only change the culture um because change the culture like the title is for me to uh, bring that culture that I experienced in Austin uh, here to San Antonio that I don't see a lot. So mm-hmm. um, bringing creatives together a lot more, um, stepping out of my comfort zone. Like, for example, this podcast thing, um, uh, I, I think that's the biggest thing. But I have something really big in the works. Um, I wrote it about two years ago. Uh, it'll be my first ever short film. And uh, it's called Her Story. And it's okay. it's uh it's very detailed. I'm not gonna like give out any, you know, um things about it because it, it's very secretive. Um but I have a really good group of people working on it with me. I got the script being rewritten right now. Um and I'm not putting a time, I'm not giving it a release date <laughs> until it's done. Until promo Look clips are learning. done, until reels are done. I'm not giving it a release date. But um <laughs> you it, learned there, something. There's gonna be a lot, a lot that comes from it. Um mm-hmm. it's not only gonna be the film, there's going to be like you know, like when movie like Marvel movies come out with posters. I'm a big Marvel fan, so like they'll have like the Star Lord poster and the Iron Man. So everyone that's in it, they'll have their own poster. Oh, that's um, lovely. I, I love coffee, so I'll be like renting out coffee shops uh, and like having like private screenings and um, oh, things of that nature. Uh, my brand VSL, um, I'm wearing my hat now and my shirt. Um, that's something that that's another project that I'm working on. Um, so there will be like VSL merch like to go along with. So it's really wow. like I'm legit trying to do it as if it was like a legit movie, um, even though I don't have a budget for a legit movie. So uh <laughs> Hey, fake it till you make it. You can do stuff on a on a small budget. And so yeah, that sounds 
Sounds grand. Yeah. That sounds very, you know, eclectic. You doing everything. You got your hand in everything. And so I hear podcasts, podcast, short film, short film, clothing line. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I when it when it comes to this creative thing, um, I just feel like I, I have to be a part of a part of all of it. Um, like, why not? Right. Uh, these things, um, I feel like. Like I told you in the beginning, um, uh, Kobe and Kanye are like the reasons for like who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, Kanye being closed, that's what inspired me to, you know, let me make a logo that I could put on shirts. Um, uh, Kobe Bryant writing books. Like I, I'm working on a photo book to drop this December on my birthday or whatever. So like literally they are like my blueprint. They're like the, the foundation of like who I am and uh them them two and and jasmine q are are really like the people that uh kind of molded me into the creative them jasmine q and my brother um molded me into the creative that i am so i have a lot of things uh that i will uh be putting release dates on when when i finish the projects Mm -hmm. not just announcing them but um i got a lot of things in the works and i think once i get at least uh the clothing drops on eight twenty four Mamba Day. Um the photo book will be out December twelfth, which is my birthday this year. Uh the short film, um that's gonna be a project. So that that's gonna take time. It might be a year or two, but I think that's gonna be that's gonna probably be my breakthrough. Like, oh that's Kobe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um and that's then beautiful. the podcast should be out like within a month. Okay. Should be out. Okay. Should be out. But well, we'll if see. you ever so, need a guest. I'm oh no no no! Oh, you already, <laughs> I already. I wrote your name down without even asking. So. <laughs> oh okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you you got to come because now I have to like like when I said on Twitter like I I would love to like pick your brain like I would like to I think that's when the questions are gonna come um from me in this podcasting right, world. Right. Because I see, what are you on, like 151? One, something like that. Yeah. Some, something like that. So <laughs> something you, light. You, you've, been doing, <laughs> you've been doing, like, everyone else that I know that has a podcast, like, they're nowhere near the hundreds, like, at all. So, like, to see that, like, I commend that, whether it was every week or every month now, it doesn't matter. Like, the fact that you never dropped it means the world because... If you that. dropped it, I wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation. That's that's a creative Facts. relationship that I wouldn't have if you mm. dropped it. So, and I feel like there's going to be more creative relationships that are being birthed right now as we speak from this conversation. So you're you're very right about that. I and I can't wait to see what more comes when it comes to you creating things or just networking with the next person. So I appreciate you for for showing up today, being Thank on you. the show and allowing me to, you know, pick your brain and us, you know, shooting the breeze and talking about shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we had to. Cause I, it, that, that would have been talked about on the Get To Pod, Get mm-hmm. To It podcast. So um, <laughs> it's kind of cool that this is the first time, uh, you know, recording since then. Well, mm-hmm. actually, second time, but like first time, like talking about shenanigans. Like, right, uh, right. My friends really don't care too much. I kind of care about stuff like that, but uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it was really cool to like actually talk <laughs> about that. So I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. All right, until next time. And then uh, I'll definitely be wanting some merchandise. So I'm I'm going to definitely send like my size or whatever you got. Yeah. Okay. Got you. All right. Until next time. Y'all heard that? (laughs) Get that VSL merch, man. VSL and sip some tea. Yeah.